It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Live Bet Sunday from the South Point. It's a lot calmer than it was probably about 10 minutes ago behind us. I'm Jeff Parles. A show brought to you by BetMGM, but now with us, though. The Hall of Famer <laughs> goes by Maolio. It's Vinny Maliolo. I go by Maolio for one person. One and a half people. Chris uh, Andrews and, uh, well, Gil, two, the other two. half of yeah, yeah. Alexander. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say, Parlay? Wow. That, Vinny, uh, I want to I start with the game that just ended because but the, uh, the Minnesota Buffalo game. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Colorado-Tennessee college I, basketball game. That was game. a great <laughs> result for me, too, but that's a different, uh, a different, different story for a different day. All it's right. a football day, not a basketball day. But So this was obviously a big mover this week because of the, yeah. the status of Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. We didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know. All right, we know he's going to play. Three and a half. We open, you guys opened seven, right? Or seven and a half. Um, we opened. No, we opened the Bills eight. Eight. Okay. Immediately right. down quickly. But, well, eight. once the word came out. Yep. Actually, and I, I'm, I'm trying to think. There might have been some higher numbers on the initial openers. I mean, we opened a there mon- was some, Monday. There was some eight and a half. Yeah, yeah. But it was quick. So we opened eight, eight uh, on uh, on Monday morning. And once we were all, you know, because we, we did see him get hit last week. You know, when we were, uh, we mm-hmm. watched uh, last week's game. Uh, against the Jets, and it looked like, you know, Chris Andrews and I and Jimmy Vaccaro, we were talking back there about, boy, I, I tell you what, that looked pretty awkward and, not un, you know, comfortable. So, obviously, the injury came out, and 
hold up, what, what, you know, what do we do? Is he, you know, then he became questionable. That game got as low as three. Of course, now yesterday, Jeff, um, the game, you know, got, uh, got all the way up. It, and it was bouncing back and forth. And then today, when reports started coming out, he's on the field, but he's not throwing the ball for, uh, uh, for warm-ups. Then he went back in the locker room. Then he came back out after, uh, uh, after a brief uh, uh, visit to the, uh, to the locker room, and he was out with the receivers. You know, so it was kind of up and down this morning as well. One of the questions that I got asked – uh, earlier this week, too, was, well, you think if he plays, will it go back to the opening number of eight? And I said, no, probably not, whether he plays or not. It'll go back up um, probably about six. And again, it did. Uh, uh, it went uh, uh, as high as six. Uh, closed. We closed that game six and a half. And so uh, it was a, a bit of a roller coaster for sure. So uh, uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, the Vikings uh, prevailed. Um, interesting. You, you know, I don't think. Josh Allen is 100%. Uh, you know, listen, the kid is a competitor, but uh, I think, he, you know, he tries, he forces some things, and it caught up to him against a team that's playing real well. There's no question about it. Vikings are uh, playing uh, terrific football. Look, uh, I still think it's mostly smoke and mirrors with them. They are obviously undefeated with with one-score games, another one-score game win. Well, it's the exact opposite of a year ago. No, right? it, it's we, only – it's, it's so. look – one-score games are – there's a reason that a lot of analytics sites go to one-score games being a decipher of, hey, will a team be worse this year or a team be better this mm-hmm. year? And a lot of people love Minnesota going into the year to win the NFC North, more so because Green Bay was down well, for people then, yeah. more so than Minnesota. But not as down as they actually are. Correct. I mean, let's like, face it, the Vikings went into today with a five-game lead yeah, in no, the division, and, right? And a five-game lead I with mean, the tiebreaker. I, exactly. Yeah. So I don't think anybody would have no envisioned, envisioned it that no. much because no. there were three teams that people were talking about, Jeff, uh, you know, that could have who could have been a surprise this year uh, in terms of making the playoffs. Um, the Vikings were certainly one of them. And believe it or not, the uh, the Eagles. I mean, Earl, I'm talking about last summer when you know everybody everybody was all excited about. No one expected. About no one Dallas. expected them to be. A, Nobody no. expected yeah. them to be undefeated, yeah. right? And the other team uh, uh, that people were talking about was uh, uh, the Saints. You know? Right, so, and that has not materialized. No, it has not. So, uh, but to your point, uh, which is uh, well noted, um, look, these uh, the Vikes. Um, you, it's a great you win. Can't take, uh, yeah, that, that's that's huge for them. No, no question. They play Dallas on Sunday next week. Oh, okay. So yeah. that will be an interesting game, especially mm-hmm. with whatever happens at Lambeau. Right now, we haven't really talked about this game because we didn't have it on the television here for a little bit because of how late the uh, Buffalo game is. I know you guys had it in the back. I know, Vinny. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't worry about that. Uh, but Dallas right now is first and goal at the eight in a nothing nothing ball game. Michael mm-hmm. Gallup did just leave though with an injury. He's in the injury tent. Cowboys six and a half point favorites live against the Green Bay Packers on the road, and they're going to have a second down and goal at the two coming up. All right, Vinny, what about the rest of the morning? It was kind of a mixed bag, you know. Honestly, um, you, you know, we we needed uh, uh, the Bucks game. We just again, we don't need any of these games to fall, but the Bucks game, even though it was early, uh, still had quite a bit of activity because again. Uh, 24-hour book and people making making their plays early enough. Betters adjust. I've always said that, right? Betters adjust to to uh, circumstances, including time changes. So that game uh, started off well. Um, the big games for for the house this morning. Uh, we needed the Giants. They got there. Uh, we needed the Saints. They did not. And uh, we needed the Titans. So kind of a mixed bag. 
uh, Jeff, this morning, you know, just kind of grinding out and juicing out. Uh, really, nothing, uh, nothing by any means a runaway for either side of the counter uh, after the morning games. What about these late games here? Dallas uh, was bet against. Yeah, today. we need the Cowboys today. We need the Cowboys, uh -huh. and then uh, what about the backup bowl? The, Just, uh, the Wolford McCoy uh, the, bowl. The, the uh, uh, Wolford McCoy LLC in action there today. <laughs> That's uh, a game where uh, well, we need the Cardinals uh, in uh, in the game against the Rams, and uh, the uh, the other game uh, we need the Colts uh, here in uh, here in Las Vegas, Jeff. Yeah, against the uh, against the Raiders. The the Raiders have looked just dreadful so far today. They did just force a turnover. Yeah, but again, Matt Ryan starting. We did not expect this. Uh, the Colts. I, I got to give Jeff Saturday a little bit of credit mm -hmm. because. If you're running Sam Ellinger out there, you're just you're just telling your football team we're not trying to win. Now, maybe for a draft pick, that is a little bit smarter, but it's still a little early right now for that kind of thing, well, especially when they're technically alive in that division still. Yeah, uh, yes, very true. But the other part of that, I think, too, uh, which wasn't clarified by by Frank Reich at that time. I mean, look, um, the, the injury right to uh, to to Matt Ryan right I mean let's face it he was probably not going to play that week anyway last week but after the performance I think it was uh, uh, I, I think I think that was certainly a tonic <laughs> and an injury treatment that uh, accelerated uh, for Ryan and look you know a lot of people are down on the whole uh, Saturday thing and everything like that I mean what's the guy supposed to do say no I don't want the job <laughs> At the end I of the day, look, I, it's I, surprising, look, 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 no question. I look, agree with it. You know, it was surprising. Look, but, look, he got it, and, he, and he's, uh, you know, embraced it. And uh, I'm not saying they're going to win today, but uh, they're off to a, a terrific start. He's uh, he's uh, about 21 minutes to 1-0 in his career right now there with a 10 nothing lead. Uh, Colts are five-and-a-half-point favorites live, total 36-and-a-half. Yeah. All right, uh, before we get to Sunday night, mm -hmm. obviously you have – Pro basketball. By the yeah. way, the uh, the Knicks and the Thunder, I think, scored 280 points combined. It was today. like a, an old uh, yeah. NBA All Star game. Yeah, it was very yeah. very ridiculous at MSG this uh, this early early afternoon at the Garden. Quick turnaround after the UFC card there uh, last night. Um, NBA is going. NH NHL has been going for a month. Right. College hoops is a week old now. Uh -huh. How do those sports mix in? Do they mix in? Obviously, the Sharpies are going to come in and bet them right. regardless. But do they mix in? Like, are there a bunch of four sport parlays going out there today? The public will will bet inner sport parlays much more. Of Professionals, course. though, will zero in on especially college basketball. It's still early Very in the college early. basketball Six season. The majority of handle right now, and on a, on a day like today, is is professional betters. Of There's course. no question about it, right? And zeroing in on it, and good. Let's let's fine. I mean, but so you can't go to sleep on it. You've got to dedicate. Uh, a couple of staff members to that. Um, hockey, we've you know we, pretty good handle on it. Uh, you know, and again, it's I would say more uh, you know isolated action on that for people following it because they know that we've got to follow all the sports and especially uh, with the exposure and the, uh, uh, the the high limits taken on on the NFL uh, and college uh, this weekend. Um, the NBA, honestly, a crapshoot, and I think. Both it, that that the NBA is a matter. It's a battle of information. Who's playing and who's not. I mean, let's face it. I mean, when you look at you know look at this game uh, today, which which you know we're trying to get a, a handle on on injuries. 
I'll be honest with you, and I mentioned this when I was on with Michael Lombardi and uh, Patrick Maher. Um, the NBA is it's a crapshoot, and uh, you're, you're gonna you know if if it there may come a time. Honestly, I feel like sometimes saying I'll tell you what I'll put the numbers up as soon as I see the lineups because you just don't know who's playing. I mean, you look at some of these games. One minute a team is an eight-point favorite, and then all of a sudden they're a, they're a two-point favorite because somebody's either questionable or doubtful or whatever the case may be. So uh, the NBA is just about a battle of uh, of information and trying to determine who's in the lineup and who's not. So uh, betting pre-flop NBA has always been a a very tough no venture for you. Me. Don't have to go to the dice pit. To, 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 for a crapshoot, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just or, look at the or, NBA, or, or right to the casino wizard, yeah. about twenty paces from uh, from my chair right here. No, that's uh, no, f- please, that's not that's not a dice game. That's a slot machine. <laughs> okay, please parlay. That's that's a slot machine. Don't think that those big fuzzy cubes sitting in there are a dice game. But you don't you don't, like, you don't like you don't like those. Please, it's not. Oh, that's where I got my start. All right, I'll bring you next. I'm, I'm going to come in. I'm going to get. I'm going to bring you a stick of dice. Okay, please, please. That, all right. That, That'd be the highest-rated segment of the of the network's week That's if right. you did that. Uh, all right, Sunday Night Football real quick. Chargers yeah. and 49ers. Uh, right now, uh, we had to go to 7.5. Uh, to uh, looks like we're going to wind up uh, needing the Chargers uh, this evening. Uh, so, game did open 7. But, again, I think a lot's going to depend on, uh, you know, and the way things are trending. It's going to depend on what happened today. But the way things are trending, this game uh, it may go even higher, to be honest with you. Uh, Chargers with uh, far more injuries uh, than the Niners. Vinny, pleasure as always. Always good to be with you, Jeff. Always good to be with you as well. We're going to get back back, uh, Danny and Ben. They're going to take in the next segment. Again, three games going right now. 7-0 Dallas. Eight and a half to go first half. 10-0 Colts. Three and a half to go first half. And then 3-3 in L.A. in the second quarter at SoFi. Ben and Danny are back next. Live Bet Sunday. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Jeff Parles will rejoin us next segment. For now, uh, I'm Ben Wilson at Circa in downtown Las Vegas. Danny Burke from a, a very disappointed uh, household over in Chicago. Danny, <laughs> we heard your roommates in the background yes. before. I, I have not heard much cheering or, uh, or yelling recently with the Bears' late-game collapse against the Detroit Lions. Right now, though, we have the three late games going. Uh, we'll circle back in a second. I want to get a sense of what your pre-flop bets here, Danny, were for the three late games and, and what you're looking to attack live. But first, a potentially game-altering sequence in Green Bay. Cowboys up 7 nothing. First, they punched it on a 17-play, 83-yard drive after the Packers really controlled the first quarter, had two drives stall out. One missed 54-yard field goal. The other, they elected to take a delay a game on fourth and five at the Dallas 43 on the two first-quarter drives, so they get nothing. Dallas come to, comes down and scores. Prescott to Lamb from three yards. Then Rodgers gets sacked on a third and three at his own 17 fumbles after a big hit by a Dexter Lawrence. And Dallas is in a position in the Green Bay red zone to go up two scores. And then Dak Prescott happens. Third and goal from the Green Bay 11, <laughs> looking over the middle for Dalton Schultz, picked 34-yard return from the, from just inside the end zone. And, and uh, Danny, I wonder what you made of this early start here. It's Cowboys minus 7.5 right now. At some spots, MGM has it Cowboys minus 6.5. They're one of the only 6.5s in the market right now. Juiced to the Dallas side with a 34 or 34.5-year total. But what a bizarre sequence we just saw. 
Yeah, I mean, if you're the Cowboys or if you're back in the Cowboys, too, that's the play that makes it rip hair out of your head because you were capturing all the momentum going on your side, and it looked like Green Bay was going to be doing what they had been doing for the past, what, four or five weeks leading into this game, but the defense making a huge stop, a defense that was pegged as being one of the best coming into this season and then naturally catching a lot of criticism when that didn't go according to plan. But now the Packers have some life, Ben. You mentioned this live perspective with them catching seven in the hook and you may be thinking, well, why are they still catching seven in the hook out there? Well, I mean, look at some of these numbers like Dak Prescott's 10 of 15. Aaron Rodgers is three of five. They're finally running. The ball is green Bay, but it's Dallas's right. defense, which will probably inevitably, you know, be able to maintain and limit what kind of run offense the Packers may have. So good job for LaFleur finally utilizing Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon in the backfield, Ben, but I don't know if that's going to be the winning recipe against this Dallas defense. So, uh, I, based on what I've seen and based on the fact that that was a turnover, if the Packers somehow tie this game up and you're getting somewhat of a uh, good price or a good look on Dallas, I wouldn't hate the idea of in-game betting the Cowboys, but realistically, even if the Packers do get a touchdown, what are you going to get like Dallas minus three in the hook maybe? And I wouldn't feel too comfortable laying that per se. Right. Well, I think what is is such the difficult part too of these indie in, in-game handicaps is you can look at it and on one hand say, you know, Green Bay, you know, the, the respected sharp money that came in on the Packers pregame yeah. looked pretty, looked like the right side in the first quarter where they're mm -hmm. running the ball here. Aaron Jones, big play, looked like he had his face mask grabbed twice, multiple flags on the field. We'll see if that stands or if that is indeed a face mask that I thought it was in real time. Yeah, Green Bay's having a lot of success running the ball right now. Uh, as we look at it at this point, uh, Packers at nearly five yards a carry, 14 attempts for 67 yards. And yet, so you would think in the end, like from one perspective, in the end game market, you think, well, Green Bay should be the side here. I mean, they've looked like the right side for the most part. Yet, there's also that element of you that thinks, well, we know in NFL games, if you don't take advantage of those early opportunities you have, two drop passes by Christian Watson on the opening drive, on second and then third and five lead to a missed Mason Crosby field goal missed opportunity on another third down inside the Dallas 45 where green Bay's forced to punt more often than not. We've watched football long enough, Danny, to know those missed opportunities come back to bite you, especially when you are not the better team, when you don't have the personnel advantage. So it, it makes it a really tough uh, spot for me. I, I, I could, I really had, I did not understand the love for Dallas or for green Bay. I should say coming into this game and I did not hear a single person say, uh, make, make a case for Green Bay outside of just the, they're, well, they're to do narrative. Like, they're just right. due. At some point, they got to wake up. If, if you're betting that way, you're going to be a loser long term. Sure, you might get lucky and win ever so, ever so often. But just to bet a team because they're due or because the Sharps are on them, when there's been no statistical evidence, nothing that has any sort of basis whatsoever for making a play, it's probably not going to work out in the long run. So, as good as Green Bay, I, I've been pleasantly surprised, Danny, with how they've looked, but you look at the scoreboard and, and you're down 7 nothing. It's really hard to make mm -hmm. an actionable decision on an in-game bet as a result of that, so totally a stay away for me right now. Yeah, uh, for sure, and as you say that, it looks like Green Bay just got a touchdown. I'm looking at the live line, so you have to tell me exactly what that touchdown was, but 7-6 to six uh, is what I see action. pop up. Uh-oh. Oh! Oh! Christian Watson. Wait, he caught the oh, ball. Oh, he's making Danny. up for it. <laughs> Let's go. That's the first. Yeah. He actually trusted him and went back to him. How about it? Wow. <laughs> so, what uh. a, so, like, this was probably going to be, at the very least, Dallas 10 nothing. 
And in about a five-minute span of real time, it is we're an extra point away from a tie game. Wow. A straight-up play action on third and one. Watson, I mean, look, Watson has the speed, Danny. We know that. It's just can he ha- hang on to the football? And he finally makes a catch. Good, you know, and good for him, too. It's been yeah. such a brutal, uh, brutal rookie season. So good on Christian Watson. He is in. Extra point is good, and we're going to wait now to see what that live number respits at us. Uh, but big moment there for Green Bay. Also the big moment in uh, Las Vegas. You said, Danny, you were hoping that, uh, that the Raiders could get back in this game so that you could maybe look at a cheaper price on Indy. Well, you sort of got your wish. Raiders putts around for most of the first half, do score a touchdown in the final minute of the, of the first half to get it now from down 10 nothing to 10-7. As Derek Carr, they converted a fourth down on that sequence. Foster Moreau makes the catch. Well, it's back now down uh, to Colts minus one and a half. Danny minus one twenty five money line. Is this your uh, your buy point here? <laughs> I know it, it, it's certainly tempting. I, I think the the reason why I may not be chomping at the bit to do it right now is we still know Vegas has these weapons, and we also know that the Raiders love to shoot themselves in the foot and make it harder on themselves and find a way to lose. So I'm envisioning them probably giving me a better number with the Colts. Maybe it's going to be plus money. Maybe it's going to be catching a few points. I think there's going to be some point in this game to where that can happen. So we're about to head into halftime, right? There's about less than a minute left, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, 53 seconds to go. So not that the Raiders are probably going to do anything before the end of this half, but Let's see. I'm not sure who gets the ball first. I want to guess it's Las Vegas. And if Ben, if Ben, if that's the case, then, you know, maybe Vegas does something and then I can jump in on a better opportunity with the Colts afterwards. Right. Well, and well really similar to the game in green Bay, a, a turnover. This was just outside the red zone, but a turnover by the team with all the momentum has totally flipped the general tenor of the game where Kiki QT catches a 20 yard pass down to the Raider 22 fumbles And this was after the Raiders had gone punt, punt, punt to start the game and then a turnover on downs when Jonathan Jacobs or Josh Jacobs was stuffed on fourth and two at the Colt 44, lost three yards. Colts had a chance to, at the very least, Danny, go up 13-0, if not 17-0. But that Mm -hmm. fumble totally changes everything. Raiders gives them some life, 12-play, 79-yard drive. I mentioned that one and a half in the market. We're at 37.5 as well here on the in-game total. And, and you have to consider as well. Like, so the Colts do get the ball first to start the second half. So you have a potential okay. for the double dip. But uh, that, so that, that's one thing to keep in mind here, Danny. Also, that uh, Packer line, we we're waiting to get reposted. We're in a commercial now. <laughs> Cowboys minus three with juice to the favorite or three and a half with juice to the dog. 40 and a half or 41 is your total. I can't help but chuckle. I mean, what a ridiculous game that has been uh, so far down in Green Bay. So those are your uh, your in-game numbers. Anything you had, uh, first off, Danny, pregame? I mean, Jeff and I both said we're on Arizona plus three and a half pregame. That's a 3-3 tie. Arizona driving right now. I, I think Jeff and I, we probably both feel pretty good about our positions there with how evenly played this game has been so far, catching the hook. Uh, what about you here coming in, Danny, with any in-game, uh, any pregame thoughts and how that could maybe translate here to in-game? I did nothing pre-flop, but Ben, I was going to raise this point to you. I feel like despite it being incredibly low, the in-game total, it's been varying from 31 and a half to 32 and a half. I think it's worth a shot on the under. Look, Cardinals 4.9 yards per play. Rams are 3.1. It's clear that the Rams offense is going to be from Wolford running the ball and the Cardinals defense isn't bad. 
I just think this is going to be a field goal frenzy. Maybe the Cardinals can get a touchdown on this drive and you'll get a little bit better of a number, but I'm going to wait to see what the Cardinals do offensively. And heck, if it gets to like 33 and a half, 34 and a half, I'm absolutely going to be looking at jumping on this under because there's not going to be any explosive plays. It seems from both sides of the ball, especially Los Angeles with a quarterback who's not throwing it. So yeah, keep an eye on that. That's under. a really good point. These two teams traded 14 play field goal drives, each drive taking at least six minutes off the clock. Since then, we've gone punt, 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 punt. And now we're on yet another. This is about to be the eighth play of a 50-yard drive. Third and two for the Cardinals. We'll see what the in-game market does as a result of this drive. Third and two at the Ram 18. We welcome Jeff back to the show. Colt McCoy going to pick it up on a QB draw. Welcome Jeff back in next. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. College basketball has started, and now is the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide. At over 400 pages, it's our biggest betting guide ever with odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis on every team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson and Matt Humans, provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and breakdowns of all 60 coaching changes since last season. The only way to get the guide is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99 and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Jeff Parles rejoins the show, and in very typical Jeff Parles fashion, well, he had his one segment off here with uh, myself and Danny uh, talking amongst ourselves. Jeff, you went ahead and made an in-game bet. What was that, sir? I took under 41 in Green Bay and Dallas. I mean, Look, I know, Dallas, I know Dallas has been in the red zone a few times, but I, I'm not banking on Green Bay being an explosive play offense like that Watson touchdown. So um, I, I, I really do not like the way Dallas has looked in this game. Uh, I, I think it looked horrible. By, by a spread perspective, I think Green Bay's been the right side. I know you had a, 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 a fumble inside your own 10, but you turned that around and picked Prescott off in the end zone. Then you finally, finally hit a big play. Um, I, I think this is going to be down to the wire. This kind of feels like a game where Green Bay doesn't play particularly well, but finds a way to either win the game outright or lose by a field goal. So, And I don't think there's going to be a lot of offense the rest of this way. That's why I took this game under the 41. Yep, and a big decision right now. Five-yard pickup for Tony Pollard on 36. No, so they've McCarthy, already McCarthy, sneaked Prescott. McCarthy got so a Prescott's, punt. I think, taken like – He's taken like five quarterback sneaks already, Jeff, including on a third and about two and a half that he picked up. Uh, now there's a quick timeout taken by Green Bay. It's just, it's just funny, though, watching the game, and you know, we don't have the sound on, but the number of, you know, the slow-mo ISO sideline shots they've showed of McCarthy, you know, walking through the hallowed halls of Lambeau Field earlier today, <laughs> picking up the grass on the field in his tan winter coat, hugging Aaron Rodgers, saying hi to all. It's, it's been a little uncomfortable how much Fox has tried to build up this whole uh, McCarthy returning to Lambeau uh, angle today. And I'll admit, as I told to Danny last segment, I, I thought it was completely asinine, the love for, da uh, for love for Green Bay in the betting market this week with zero statistical evidence or basis to go off of whatsoever. And I'll have to, But I, I will say, I mean, the one, the one thing I was concerned about why I didn't want to bet Dallas was – Betting on teams who are, have a ton of momentum going into their bye, usually you don't want to be on that side coming out of the bye. Sometimes they can look a little bit rusty and uh, not quite as cohesive as they were pre-bye. I mean, Danny Dallas has really uh, put together an uninspiring first half here. 
And obviously, you know, they're, they're in danger right now. We'll see what they end up doing on this fourth and one. But the whole McCarthy angle has been a little bit overblown. And Dallas really has not come to play, uh, especially on the offensive end, where they're only at three and a half yards per play right now. Yeah. And what's going to be fascinating too, there's still what three minutes left in this game. And if they don't end up going forward or if they do and don't get it, who's to say the Packers won't get a quick score. I'm sure they'll get in field position, put some yeah. points on the board and maybe get themselves feeling good going into the second half. But then that begs the question. All right. At what point do you maybe consider jumping in on Dallas? And I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't feel comfortable doing just that. And maybe this is that I don't, I don't even want to say, but get right spot for green Bay. Uh, but let, let's be honest. If green Bay is going to get this one, it's probably going to come in some kind of close fashion. So if I'm going to end up catching anything over three with Dallas, that would probably be my buy-in spot with the Cowboys. Cause Ben, as you and I were talking right. about last segment, Dallas's defense still should be able to make adjustments and figure it out. Like that was a fantastic throw to Watson. They still have offensive woes themselves. LaFleur this whole season has been terrible in the second half. So I'm imagining that Dan Quinn can have his top tier defense adjust to at least limit them. And then he just got to hope that uh, the Cowboys could keep you in it offensively. Dak doesn't make another crucial mistake and maybe they can get that ground attack going against the Packers run defense, which pretty much every team up to this point in the season has done. Yep. Uh, Cowboys is minus two and a half live 39 and a half year total. So Jeff is ahead there on his under McCarthy's keeping the offense on the field. Oh, my I'm going to set goodness. the odds on a Prescott sneak at about minus no, uh, the lamb. 400. Oh, there it is. And of he course they sneak it, it and they stop. Oh, oh second effort. Maybe <laughs> oh, he got it. I think he got it on the set. Oh, they didn't give him, they gave him a terrible spot. I Bad thought he got spot. it on the second and effort. Get reviewed. Well, they moved yeah, yeah, the right the challenge that. That spot they well, gave him. That, that gets automatically reviewed, though, right? Because uh, change, change of possession. possession. So yeah, I guess you're right. That'll get auto reviewed. Well, again, Brad, uh, Brad, Brad, uh, Ben Brad Allen, who is the ref in this game, has uh, once in his career uh, given a first down when the ball was clearly short of the stick. So uh, so we'll we'll, we'll right. see what this measurement is. I thought he got it on the second effort after being held up I, at the I, line yeah, pretty clearly. I did too. That is really close based off the spot they ended up coming up with. Uh, they're not going to be able the, to. Just the principle, though. I mean, yeah, I you've, run, probably, you've I, run Prescott about five times on that same play, and Green Bay knew exactly what was coming. Uh, he will be. Oh, they are. Oh. Do we need the note card? We're, oh, they gave, gave it to him. Yeah. Wow. I don't. I think that's the right call, but still, you, you got yeah, away with one if you're McCarthy there. In uh, I mean, that was I, awfully I, fortunate. Fox did not give us a good enough view of the chain there i'm not so certain based off of that off of the angle we yeah. had that he actually got it there but they Jeff didn't Sunder. give, a, they this didn't, be they didn't give us a good enough review to challenge and lose <laughs> no you can't challenge that i mean this would be vintage to try to challenge that i don't i don't think you will um in the meet danny real quick here before we get to the halftime handicap of colts raiders cardinals do score james connor rushing yeah. touchdown cardinals pick up a fourth and one on that drive and on no challenge from lafleur by the way quick play run by the cowboys so uh, Cardinals, 13 play, 66 yard drive, 631 off the clock. They go for it. Fourth and one at the six. Colt McCoy scrambles for two yards on a, a bootleg. And then James Conner up the middle for four. Uh, Rams do get the ball back. Did you, uh, we had just had a commercial. It was 34 and a half live. Was that your buy point on the under Danny? Or you, or you want to uh, see if you get a, a two minute drive score out of the Rams? 
Yeah, I'm thinking the latter. I kind of want to see if the Rams can actually make something work. And I know that kind of goes against to what I was saying, meaning that the Rams haven't thrown the ball and Wolford hasn't done anything spectacular or even anything solid in the air. But a lot of times in the NFL, these teams with these two-minute drills always find themselves in a position to at least get a chance at a field goal. So, Ben, I, I think I am going to wait just to see if they the can move. get yeah. a little. Yeah, and I was going to say I'll have you guys update me on it a little bit more. So so if they can keep going, hey, I'll I'll be greedy and you know what so be it it's a live bet so if I don't get it maybe there's going to be another opportunity to jump in and maybe it won't even alter that much if they don't get it going but I might as well wait to see if I can get that better number right now yep if you bet first half you sh unless the Rams score a touchdown you'll be good on the under that was a first half total of 18 and a half or 19 we're at 10-3 Arizona Rams did pick up a first down out to their own 44. Now Wolford uh, nearly picked. Wow. Overshoots uh, Cooper <laughs> Cup over the middle. Jeff with a very accurate description of how that ball uh, shot out of the cannon, out of the hand of uh, Wolford, uh, high and wide of his target. Guys, so while we have a few minutes, though, in the segment, let's get to the halftime handicap. Colts, Raiders, the first half number, it was Raiders minus three. So the Colts cover that. Stays under the 20 and a half total. And as I'm looking now, seeing letting the market settle in a little bit, uh, here on this second half uh, line right now, it is Raiders minus three. So that's uh, Colts minus three for the game and 21 year total. We're looking at 41. This is right on the closing total of 41. The way we've seen this game play out, Jeff, uh, Indianapolis has clearly looked like the right team. It's just a question now of do you want to get in in the market where you've had all these in-game chances to get the Colts as sub three point favorites. Now you're having to lay a full three if you want to bet them right now. Uh, let's keep in mind that to start the second half, I'll just lay this out real quick. Uh, it will be the uh, Indianapolis Colts getting the ball here, Jeff. I heard that. The, the, one second, Ben. The, re the refs just completely. Yeah, what was that? Completely screwed us out of a touchdown in L.A. Yeah. Because oh, the, cause, Prescott. Because uh, that was. All right, well. Two things at once. Press Dak with a second bad pick of the day. Ford with the pick for Green Bay. That will set up the Packers in great field position. Uh, but, Ben, that was as blatant of a fumble as you're ever going to see. And they called it incomplete. Yeah, wait, why did they call that off? They I, called it incomplete. They called it incomplete. Like, that, that wasn't even close. <laughs> that was clear as day. It wasn't even close. That would have been a, a six the other way for J.J. Watt. So, that's going to instead be Arizona ball after the review. I mean, oh that's going to get all Are you kidding me? That's just... Jeff, I looked awful. up, I saw it in the corner of my eye, then blow that play dead, but I know I, I, just, oh I just assumed goodness. it was batted at the line. I didn't that's realize what, that's what happened. That's oh one God. of the worst misses on the field I think yeah. I've ever seen. It wasn't even close. What, since uh, since Hockley and Mile High, week two, 2008? That's uh, as bad as it gets. Who's refing? Who's in that, who's in that yeah, game? I was going to say, you guys should be who's all that? over this. Who's calling this game? Uh, that is, <laughs> is that no, Novak? that is Cleet Blakeman. Oh, it's Usu Blakeman. That's Cleet that? Blakeman. Blakeman, Usually, who's, who's totally. Uh, well, previously reliable, not yeah, anymore. Yeah, Blakeman, who's totally fallen off a cliff this year for whatever reason with uh, with his ability. But uh, going back to the Colts and the Raiders, I bet under 21 second half, Ben. I just, okay. I, I trust Indy's defense. As ridiculous as it is the Indianapolis defense is clearly the best unit in this game um so I I, I expect them to hold the Raiders down uh and, and look at some point Jeff Saturday and and and, and Parker uh, uh, Park Stewart or whatever the heck the kid's name is who's calling plays this week uh get his uh, name right Jeff. Come uh, on. I, I, I is gonna is gonna get a little conservative here so that would I make a lot of sense yeah. I expect that this game will slow down and it's already been pretty slow to begin with anyway 
All right, Packers threatening. Edge of the red zone as we hit the two-minute warning. 7-7 game. Big missed call in L.A., but Cardinals still lead 10-3. And the Colts Raiders at the break as we continue on Live Bet Sunday. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any pro football game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account and download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt in the one-game parlay promotion as I watch Colt McCoy throw complete touchdown. touchdown. Sorry, I had to just break away from that. Then 
Place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more in any pro football game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you receive up to $25 back in free bets. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem, One eight. call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're, we're multitasking here on the show because we've got <laughs> football going on. On Live Bet Sunday, beautiful pass into the corner. That Will that stand, Jeff? I thought that was a good catch in real time. Uh, McCoy AJ to AJ Green, Green who wait, actually wait. hung on to a pass. Wow. I, it, this has been – because that's the second really nice play Green has made today. It, look, yeah, I don't want to go all Ewing theory on Kyler Murray, but at least for one day, they, this era – this is the most – and we were talking about this during the break about Indianapolis where this has probably been the most competent game the Colts have played the whole season uh, uh, all the way through. There's no debate. This has been the best performance Arizona has had other than the second half here in Vegas against the Raiders all season long for a half of football. I mean, and that does stand, by the way, P-A-T, good. Uh, they are back underway in Las Vegas. Jeff, you have under 21 for the second half there. Yep. Colts 13-7 lead starting with the ball against the Raiders. Quickly pick up a first down uh, and are into Raider territory. So looking good uh, are the Colts right now from six, six and a half point dogs, closing as low as four or four and a half in the market, total of 41 to close. Uh, so that looks good. But yeah, I mean, it was that was basically my entire handicap on this Cardinal-Ram game uh, pre-flop, guys. It was, you really want to make John Wolford more than a field goal favorite against Colt McCoy, who's proven before he's been a more than capable backup. Went into Seattle last year in a divisional game and won outright as, as a big dog. Uh, so it, it, to me, it was a, a massive overreaction in the market. And this is the best Arizona has looked on offense uh, all season so far, whether you want to tie that directly to Kyler Murray and his freelancing style and clashing with head coach Cliff Kingsbury, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But the reality is McCoy has looked great at 17, three. And I know Danny is glad you did not jump in on under uh, before the end of the first half. So J Danny, we'll check in with you. That might be a play at the half at uh, with 24 seconds to go. Uh, in the meantime, Aaron Jones rushing touchdown for green Bay. So Dak Prescott terrible pick number two, and we were just having a debate, Danny, uh, off air. Who's been the worst quarterback performance of the day today? I think right now, I mean, Andy Dalton was leader in the clubhouse after the early window, and Dak Prescott <laughs> is doing everything in his power to uh, to take that belt. What a horrible first half for Prescott and the Cowboys. It's so funny, too, because when you and I were just on here by ourselves, I was saying, yeah, hey, no, Prescott's looked all right. And I don't know, he's like 12 or 10 or 13 or something like that. And then he goes on to throw those two interceptions. So I guess I kind of uh, cursed Dak Prescott in this Cowboys team, but How he's really you? gifted the pack. Yeah. Oh, sorry about <laughs> that. He, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he's really gifted the Packers quite the, quite the turnaround in this first half to say the least. And Ben, you know, I was saying if we were going to get the Cowboys over three point underdogs in this game, which now you are finally seeing them catch three in the hook, but it's minus 125 that I would be tempted to jump in. But it's got to the point where Dak's been so bad that it's taken mm. any interest out of that for me. That that that's the concerning side of this right now. <laughs> I look and hey, that's the, that's the difficulties of in-game betting. A lot of times, you take a game no by question. or play by play, and when it's so bad, like we just saw with that Prescott on multiple occasions, that's going to change your mindset a little bit. So yeah, the 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 plus three and a half just certainly isn't as tempting as it was beforehand. All I'm going to say is, Danny, real and, quick, yeah. uh, this is whatever we get at halftime here. This is a second half under as well in, yeah. in, in at SoFi because you look at this box score, even though we are praising McCoy, and look, Colt McCoy has been perfectly solid in this game. No arguing that. 
the, the, the Cardinals are at 4.7 yards a play. That's slightly below average. And the Rams are 2.9, which is way, way below average. That's bad. We have 20 points at halftime. This was a 38 closer. I got to imagine that number is going to be pretty close to what this thing closed at pre-flop here, guys. So I would look to take an under yep. in the second half. If you're getting if you're getting anything north of 17, I would look to go under second half here. I'll pour one out. If you if you miss the initial move on that first half total, it opened 21 and a half. So the opening number does get there under 17 3 your first half score Arizona two and a half point first half dog that obviously uh, easily cashes with Arizona on the money line in the first half but that closed all the way down guys to 18 and a half in some shops 19 at others Dallas just turn it over <laughs> and, again uh, and and it goes over in the first half uh, Dallas fumbles on the ensuing kickoff it looked like they got back on the ball but yeah, nothing has been okay. indicated and it, right. it was Dallas uh, it was Dallas football so Jeff as the market now does come out uh, waiting to see some Updated lines. Usually we have these right away. Don't have, not any, don't any have anything right now. Uh, first off, so that, that's a like, rough beat on the first half under. As you mentioned, Jeff, for as good as McCoy has looked, I mean, you had, it was what, a 3-3 game in this position. When the touchdown happened, there was 156 to go. So it was 3-3 at the two-minute warning. You get two Cardinal touchdowns going into the locker room. Uh, and and I, I look, for me, Jeff, uh, there's an opportunity for us to look to middle if we want to. Jeff, you and I both on Cardinals plus three and a half from pregame. I, with John Wolford at quarterback for the Rams, given the limited uh, success they've had outside of the scripted plays where the one scripted drive went well, 14 play, eight minute drive and a field goal. Outside of that, it's been all punts and the fumble that should have been returned for a touchdown, but was erroneously blown dead. So no, no chance am I looking to middle here with the position I've got pregame. Rams are laying three in the second half, so plus 11 for the game. Uh, 18 and a half is your total, Jeff. So that, as you were guessing, put you right at about the pregame total, slightly mm -hmm. over that at 38 and a half here. But even though I, you and I have the option, Jeff, of about a 14 and a half point middle, no I'm not way. going to exercise <laughs> that opportunity here. <laughs> no, no way. We're not. Look, this kind of goes back to earlier where I didn't middle. I forget which game we were talking about that I didn't middle that I thought was a winner and got home. Uh, but I, look, I, yeah, I, I'm betting this under in the second half. I, you want to you want to score three touchdowns and beat me, guys? Be my guest. We got twenty points at the end of the, in that half where it probably should have been. I mean, look at worst case scenario should have been thirteen to three. So yeah, I'm I'm taking this under. You want to beat me? Go ahead. Go beat. Go score your three touchdowns, guys. Anything from you here, Danny? Ah, it's the only you tough part you, about Danny, this is I'm man of your word, Danny. You said. I know. You said it, if we had the scores it. at the end of the half, you would love the under. I would, but the, the issue is here, and you guys are talking about how this is like the, the Cardinals' best performance, and you're not wrong, but are we just going to ignore that the Rams are a terrible team right now, oh. and maybe their defense is just this bad, and that the Cardinals couldn't get two touchdowns from rushing in the second half themselves? It's a simplified offense right now, and it's working, so that's kind of the thing causing me a tad bit of trepidation, but yeah, I do like this under a lot, but now it's at 38 in the hook when it was at 39 in the hook earlier, not that that's really going to play too much into a factor realistically right. based on how they're going to score. Um, I don't know who gets the ball to start the second half. I believe the Cardinals that do. Remember the, the uh, Arizona the Cardinals. Remember the Rams. Yeah. yeah. If it's the Cardinals, I'm going to wait. They got the momentum. They're moving the ball. They could easily tack okay. on another field goal and we'll see what goes on there.
but I'm not going to rush into it. They're this, moving Danny, the ball. You, we'll wait. We'll wait. Yeah. Well, hey, when you when when we you first brought this up, Danny, it was I think 32 and a half. So you were and you were liking yeah. the under at that point. Again, that's the that's the fascinating part of in game where you're looking for these <laughs> thresholds, and then sometimes the plays happen that make you think, well, now I don't want it. Just like in Green Bay, where Danny, you said as soon as if you got Dallas yep. at over a field goal in game, you were taking it. Well, you you see Prescott threw terrible two terrible picks. And all of a sudden, you don't want it. Well, what happens? Dallas drives right down the field, and they've got a goal-to-go opportunity here in the final minute of the first half with a chance to tie this game. You know, and it, that's where the give and take, the back and forth. Uh, I think I've heard. You know, Jeff, I, I'm sure you have thoughts on this because you do the Megapod, a very popular show discussing in-game strategy with how uh, how frequently Gil Alexander and Todd Wishnev, your co-hosts, uh, all bet in-game. There's sometimes, to me, this this narrative out there that you know, in-game betting is the only way to go about it. It's so much better than pregame. In-game betting is really damn hard. And I think the, the two games we were just talking about, Danny, and, and especially this Dallas-Green Bay situation, uh, it, it illustrates that perfectly in a nutshell. It's really, it's so easy to kind of armchair quarterback and say, oh, these are the obvious spots to jump in in-game. But uh, I, I don't know, Jeff, uh, th- this whole season in a nutshell has been very difficult from, uh, at least from sides on the in-game Totals have been a little bit easier to pick off, and that's, I think, where you've tr- you've tried to hone in your strategy on as we've been talking about some of these halftime lines. For first off, Ben, all of this is really damn hard. Let's, let's just get that out of the all way this first. Is hard. All yes. of this is really Thank difficult. You. There's a reason these casinos are as, are as full of light as, as they are. But, you know, it, 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 it's one of those where, especially here, like I, I have a really bad number right now in-game on this under in Green Bay in Dallas. I have under 41. Dallas scores a touchdown. I That is an almost surefire loser. Uh, in all likelihood, but uh, look, it's all Prescott, really difficult. Zone, yep, he's in Schultz. Yeah, that, that I'm done on 41. Wow. That's going to be a tie game with the PAT, assuming Maher makes it. By the way, also, real quick, Matt Ryan took a sack, knocked Indianapolis 10 yards back, field goal no good. Matt Ryan still got it, guys. Hey, speaking of Todd Wishnev, that is uh, that is the patented Todd Wishnev favorite play in the NFL, the Matt Ryan sack on third down to take him at the edge of field goal range. We'll update you on the live number when we come back. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.